Sometimes it takes a few visits to truly get to know a city. I'd been to Cologne a couple of times, saw the cathedral, had some fun, went home thinking everything was cool. But then something funny happened. I started hearing that I had missed out on something really special when I was there. It all began when I found out about just how big of a deal Cologne Carnival is. Famed for its crazy days, this bash is one of Europe's biggest and best pre-Lenten parties. Then there's the Kolsch beer. Oh, I'd tip back a few when I was there, but I had no clue how revered, how utterly ingrained in the city's DNA this brew is. Then I started learning about the unique personality of the city and its diverse citizens. Somehow the fact that Cologne was like nowhere else in Germany had managed to escape me, but not anymore. Now I haven't been back since this epiphany, but when I passed through town a while back on a train and caught a glimpse of Cologne Cathedral, I knew it was time to start spreading the word. And here to help me do that today is Claudia Neumann, the head of corporate communications at Visit Cologne. Claudia dishes out plenty of advice on how to best experience this special city on the Rhine, including tips on where to eat and drink and how to fully embrace the spirit of carnival. Without further ado, let's go to Cologne. All right, let's welcome to Rails, Ales, and Old Towns, Claudia Neumann, the head of corporate communications at Visit Cologne, or as we know it, Cologne. Thank you very much, Scott. Hi. Thanks for taking the time to uh, talk with me today about your wonderful city. Now, we're speaking in the lead up to Carnival, or Carnival's already in full swing in your city, and we'll talk a bit about that in a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Yes, we are very close to the high season of Cologne Carnival, which will start on February 8th with the Thursday Weiber Fastnacht um, female carnival. So we are very close to that. And then we will be in an extraordinary state here. So you can imagine that uh, every official institution will be closed during these days. And this will take place from Thursday to Ash Wednesday in the next week. Is this the quote, crazy days? Yes, exactly. The high season, the crazy days of the Cologne Carnival. This is the street carnival in Cologne. But the season um, already starts in November, on November 11. Then it's, uh, well, behind the scenes until New Year's Eve. But um, from New, New Year's Eve until now, you have a lot of um, balls and parties and indoor festivals. But next week, the street carnival starts. And this is when the whole city is in a festival scene. <laughs> it's crazy. Yes, it is. <laughs> you can't escape. You are within this festival. We'll definitely talk about that a little bit later. Just in general, um, you know, I hope this doesn't come out wrong, but I feel like Cologne is a city that every single person has heard of it. But I feel like it is a bit of a mystery of what its signature is to people. You know, I've visited a couple times and I'll be honest, mm -hmm. I was just mainly in and around the cathedral. In the last few years, I've started to realize like I really missed something by not exploring the city more. It truly has this unique spirit among other cities in Germany. So can you tell me a little bit about why it's different and what makes it special? I think the specialty is soft factor is the atmosphere in the city. And it's about the people, a very open-minded atmosphere, very welcoming, good feeling of hospitality. I would say to experience Cologne, you have to get close to the people, talk to the inhabitants and uh, mix with the people. And this is very easy in Cologne. 
Cologne just feels different than other cities. It feels different. And I think also it's a bit underrated. Well, we, we have the cathedral here, which is the most visited site in Germany. Yes, it's our landmark. It's our USP. And then you have a lot of different topics in the different Fedel, as we say, in the different quarters and neighborhoods in the city. We have 86 different neighborhoods in the city of Cologne. And each neighborhood is like a small village for itself in a big city. So you have to experience the city beyond the city center and what we call the old town. This might be something that usually you would ask at the end, but I'm going to ask now. If there's one thing you'd want people to take away just right off the bat and remember about Cologne, what would it be? Well, you should, of course, visit the cathedral. You have to. And even if you come for the fifth time, you have to to uh, make a short visit to the cathedral. But if you want to to come to the heart of Cologne and to the core of Cologne, you have to visit one of the brewery taverns. You have to go to a Brauhaus, to a Kölsch brewery and mingle with the people, take a Kölsch beer, eat something and just stay there as long as you like to. This is the, then you are at the heart of Cologne. If we take away anything from this, it's visit the cathedral, but also a beer hall. And that's where the real spirit will flow. So you mentioned neighborhoods. What are a couple neighborhoods that you'd like to just maybe put on people's radar for, you know, places where you can get that feeling of non-touristy, if you will, maybe feel like a local, good coffee shops? Well, there are several um, quarters or neighborhoods that I can recommend. First of all, the Südstadt, the south of the city, where this is my place. I'm living there in the Südstadt. This is a quarter which is really green, family-friendly, close to the River Rhine. You can go to one of the breweries there or sit in a cafe and take your coffee or your Kölsch and watch the people. So this is a, this is a really nice quarter with markets and um, small shops. A quarter which is a bit more hip, I would say, is uh, Ehrenfeld or the Belgian Quarter. Ehrenfeld is a former neighborhood for working people, working class, and then was taken over by students and artists. And this is a really good neighborhood for clubbing, for cafes, for vintage shopping, going out, but also during the day, sitting in cafes and meet people. Cologne in general, I would say, is a very multicultural city, and this is concentrated in the quarter of Ehrenfeld. Those artists, no matter yeah. where you go, those artists are always are always making those districts cool, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm assuming these um, neighborhoods are you could get to them on public transportation from the center, from like the cathedral. Yes, of course, you can do that. You can get there by foot, really, because this is something special about Cologne. Even if it's it's a big city, it's a, it's a, yeah, we have more than one million inhabitants, but you can reach everything by foot, I would say, or by bicycle, of course. That's what I'm doing. I don't go, uh, I don't move within Cologne uh, by car. I always go by bicycle or by foot, that's no problem. And also for tourists, I would say you can, yeah, you can go by foot um, with the map or go with the flow and you you will reach the next interesting point or quarter within 15 minutes, 20 minutes, no problem. Is there a tram system or like a, a U-Bahn type 
Yeah, it's a mixed system, U-Bahn and tram mixed, yeah. And we sell, like every city, we sell a tourist card, a, a cologne welcome card that you can buy for 25 hours or more and use within public transport. And you have some benefits for museums and other attractions also. Beer gardens, a thing in that region? Yeah, it's a big thing, of course. Okay. You can have them all over the city and always um, close to the water, close to the River Rhine. Very popular. And um, not only beer gardens, but each gastronomy has its tables outside the houses. And this is something that I found here. I um, used to study in uh, Spain, Valencia, and this was a very wonderful year. And I, I liked the lifestyle in Spain, the same in Italy. I found this kind of lifestyle, um, being outside, being in the parks and cafes, in Cologne, this is was the only um, city in Germany for me where, where I found this Mediterranean lifestyle again. I love that. You know, that's why one thing I love about Europe is that a winter day, if the sun's shining, you'll see people sitting outside in their thick jackets, just soaking up that little bit of sun with a coffee. People don't worry about um, it's winter. Any one beer garden or restaurant with an outdoor terrace with a view of the river you wouldn't mind recommending? or If you don't have too much time in Cologne and you move or you are in the city center in the old town, then you can go to the Rheingarten, which is very close to the cathedral and to one of the Romanesque churches. So this is very easy. Schwimmbad, a swimming pool in Cologne Riel in the north of the city is a former swimming area which is now a, a public brewery cafe place great to get some personal recommendations i mean with a name like Rheingarten, that kind of says it all mm -hmm. so let's talk about this kolsch i mean it's not just a beer that's popular in cologne it's it's synonymous yeah <laughs> that's right well it's it's our our beer and it's uh it's like that it's it is only brewed in cologne there are about 20 different brands and it's like, like the champagne in France. Kölsch has to be brewed here in the city limits of Cologne. And there are um, certain, how can you say that there, there was a, a Kölsch convent in the, I think in the nineties, which set all these rules for brewing Kölsch. Well, and the Kölsch beer, I think it's a bit similar to Lager, Lager. It's high, a high fermented beer. It's light and um, you drink it out of small glasses, uh, 0.2 liters, and you drink it very quickly. You drink it fresh from the barrel, fresh from the tap. That's the thing. At the beer halls, they will not, they just keep bringing it to you. Exactly, exactly. Until you put your, um, how do you say, your, 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 your yeah, uh, up um, on the top. Until you do that, you will get the next Kölsch anytime when you're um, when you're finished your glass. Kürbis is the, the the waiter dressed in blue, which brings the Kölsch beer within a tray. So he he goes round and puts the fresh glasses on the tables. And there's another waiter who is working with the barrel. Kürbisse they they put fresh beer in there in the tray and go around and just serve it directly. And the waiters kind of have a reputation for being a bit um, fussy with their rules or they're friendly, <laughs> but they don't play around. Yes. Yeah. Well, they seem not too friendly at first sight, 
but the good thing is that they treat every person the same. So this is something about the brewery, taverns and halls also. People are the same and they are treated like this. I'll say I, when I was there, I went to one of the beer halls right near the, the, the cathedral. Frö. Yeah, Frö Brauhaus, yes. Yep. Any other ones that you would recommend? Yes, of course. I uh, Well, I like the Malzmühle, close to the old town. And there's Peters Brauhaus, uh, Schreckenskammer. You can go everywhere. You can, if you if you like it, you can taste the different brands in the different breweries. One of my favorite is the Malzmühle because I like the Kölsch most. So what are you uh, enjoying on the side of your Kölsch, food-wise? If you just want to eat something small, just like a like a tapa um, with your Kölsch, you can you can eat, for example, a halve Hahn, which is a bit of a half rye roll with old Dutch cheese and mustard. And if you want to eat more, you choose one of the dishes from the Rhenish cuisine, which is um, food um, that is very hearty and um, meat with um, potatoes and so on. There are some very traditional dishes, like, for example, Himmel und Erd. I don't know if you tasted it. Not to my knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> you would remember. It's called uh, Heaven and Earth. It's a dish um, made out of mashed potatoes, kind of applesauce and fried black pudding. This is very famous and very old dish, really traditional. And there is sauerbraten, which is meat that has been marinated in vinegar for three or four days and then cooked with a very dark sauce with raisins and honey bread. And this comes with apple also and potatoes. One of my favorites. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. clones, I would think, is a good place to get some Turkish food as well. Yes, yes. We have about 3,000 eateries here in Cologne. Uh, we have around 180 different nationalities uh, which live in Cologne, and each nationality has its own cuisine here. So you can eat, yeah, you can eat Turkish food very well. On the right side of the Rhine, in the quarter Mülheim, there's like a street Kolbstraße with a lot of excellent Turkish restaurants. Really good. Yeah, because it's always nice to get that traditional, and then mm-hmm. get something that surprises you. Anything you could imagine, yeah. We also have some um, Michelin star restaurants here in in Cologne. Around 10 um, very high-end fine food restaurants, if you like that. Sure. Hmm? (laughs) We we like it all. We want the beer, we want the Michelin stars and the street food, you know, bring it all in. It's all about a well-rounded experience, you know. We've seen the cathedral, which I've got to say that it is, there's something about how it's so tall and skinny. You know, it's a Gothic cathedral, but I've got to say it's one of the ones that really epitomizes that description. And, you know, I've been to Cologne a couple of times and I've also taken trains through. And when you're Hmm. on a train, at night, especially, and you're crossing over the Rhine and you can see the cathedral. It's a really moving sight. This is an, a special moment when you step out of the main station and you stay right in front of the cathedral. That's a good point. You're literally right there. You're staring right up at it. So that's the big sight. And we're going we're to go to the cathedral, of course, and we're going to admire it. And we're going to have a drink and gaze at it from distance. But what are some other little funny things around the city that locals would know that we would just miss? 
Well, funny things, yes. Um, but first, I, I wanted to to tell you that besides the cathedral, we have um, a circle of Romanesque medieval churches around the city center, around the whole town. And this is really amazing because it's 12 Romanesque churches which build a circle around the cathedral. Not everyone knows that uh, this is really nice because you can um, have a guided tour, but they also open the doors also for cultural things, concerts there and very special things like techno concerts or ambient music. Some of them are really open for these things. So they're like social spaces as well. Yes. I want to hear about this neon sign, Reisdorf. Mm -hmm. Yes, Reisdorf is one of the brands, a um, very famous brand, which you can buy also outside uh, of Cologne in other cities. They sell it in, in bottles also. And uh, the sign that you are referring to um, is seen on Aachener Straße. Yeah, and it's, I don't know how big it is, I think about 10 meters or something. And you can see a small person which is drinking a Kölsch until it's empty. And then the sign starts again. So the person is in a, in a kind of loop, is drinking uh, his Kölsch. And what is funny is uh, that when it stops, it, it has another gender. So one time the person is drinking, it's a girl or a woman. And the other time it's a man or a guy and you can see this uh, on different small things like the hair or the dress the shoes and well i don't know what the message is but it could be that everyone likes kölsch so, <laughs> and you could drink it in in an endless loop <laughs> yeah it just looks like a cool little sign you know it's retro but beloved yeah yeah it's it's a sign from the 1960s and it's kind of iconic for cologne How's FC Köln doing? <laughs> Not so well. <laughs> yeah, this, this is our soccer equipe, no? Erster FC Köln. And uh, well, we are playing in the first Bundesliga at the moment, but uh, it will be hard to stay there. We will see this within a few weeks. We are not doing so good. <laughs> Has FC Köln been in the Bundesliga for a long time? Yeah, it's yeah, but it's changing between first and second liga. Huh? So um, I think for the fourth biggest and one of the most important cities in Germany, it's quite good to have a, a soccer team in the first Bundesliga. But um, we we love them anyway. So yeah, the Billy no matter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to just. Also, just bring up how Cologne is connected to major European cities by rail. You know, you're looking at four to four and a half hours to Berlin, to Munich or Hamburg. Paris, you're looking at three and a half. Amsterdam, less than three, two hours, 50. And Brussels, two hours. Yes, that's right. That's really, um, that's a, a big benefit for the destination. I've been to Paris last year within three and three hours and 15 minutes. This is really great. This is perfect. And we have a train connection to London via Brussels. This is really good. We are very well connected to the European rail system. Yeah. So I just think that's something to keep in mind to people. If you're in Paris, you're in Brussels or Amsterdam, Cologne mm -hmm. is just a couple just a couple hours away. Quick train. Well, and we have uh, our own airport um, and also two other airports, Düsseldorf and Frankfurt. 
very close connected to us so you sometimes when we when we sell the destination you can say that we are connected to three airports also because you can reach frankfurt airport within 50 minutes by train let's talk about carnival yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to carnival if i come as a tourist let's say i you know obviously i probably want to book my hotel probably six nine months in advance i'm thinking <laughs> yeah yeah my main question is If I come to Cologne for Carnival, am I going to be able to get the full experience as a visitor? Will I be embraced in the craziness? Yes, you just have to go with the flow and you will learn to know people. You will mingle and there's no other option. <laughs> so, and yes, you can, because everything is, is taking part outside, you can really just go with the flow, start at For example, Altermarkt, where Carnival is um, is started uh, on Weiber Fasnacht, Thursday, 11.11 a.m. And then, um, yeah, just take a coach, stay outside, try to sing with the people. This is something very special. We sing a lot of Kölsch songs because uh, like the beer, we have a, a certain dialect or more than a dialect in our own language here. And we have a lot of song, hundreds and hundreds which are sung in Kölsch language. And uh, this is something that reunites the people when they stay together and sing the songs, which mostly deal about the love for our city. You get the Cologne feeling then. You can yeah, go inside the hundreds of pubs, uh, which is uh, you have to queue sometimes. It's not too easy to get inside because uh, a lot of people want to do that. But uh, when you once are in a, in a nice pub, you stay there mostly. It's not like this, that you can hop into another pub and see 10 different places. If you once have your place, you'll stay there. Yeah. Once you get a cozy spot, just keep it. Yes, better, yeah. Now, do I have to dress up? And if so, I see a lot of clowns, but what else mm -hmm. are some good ideas to dress up as? Everything is possible. You have to dress up. At least you have to put on a red nose or something or a small hat and everything is possible, really. Um, for the Cologne people, it's like this. Everyone has his <laughs> carnival box um, and uh, opens it up some days before and you will see what you can put on. So um, it doesn't have to make sense or it doesn't have to be a, a clear costume that you say, well, I'm a cactus or I'm, I don't know, a clown, a cowboy. Everything is possible, but it's okay if you put on a hat and some colorful shirts. Now, how do I get invited to one of these like parties, you know, where there's bands and, you know, not a pub, but where do, do those normally take place in the crazy days, those last five days, or are those happening mm -hmm. all throughout November 11th on? Yeah, the second thing. They uh, take part from November on or from New Year's Eve on, and you can get tickets for them for balls and parties. And there are about a thousand different parties in this time that you can buy tickets for. Yeah, you should do this in advance. This is what people do um, before the, the great season now, the, the high tide. They go to parties and balls. Do you think there's people that go like from November 11th to Fat Tuesday actually doing like a party a week? No, I don't think so because you can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because you have to buy the ticket, the drinks and everything. This is uh, could be quite expensive at the end. <laughs>
And then if that's not enough, you throw in a great Christmas market in the middle of all this. Yeah, not only one Christmas market, yes. You've been there for Christmas markets, I think. Yeah, we have six or seven big markets in the city center and lots more in the different uh, quarters and neighborhoods. Cologne is quite yeah, famous for, for the Christmas season. I'm still dreaming about the atmosphere at that Angels Market. Mm -hmm. At Neumarkt, yes. This is nice. Just yeah. wonderful lighting. I'd say it's some of, one of the best ambiances I've seen at any Christmas market anywhere. Yeah, really nice. So every market is different and has a, a different um, um, topic. So you have been to the Market of the Angels at Neumarkt. Yes, really nice. There's the one with the little elves. Yes, yes, in uh, at Hoymarkt and Altermarkt in the old town. Cologne is a city, a nice city for a city trip in every season, as you can see, in winter and in summer. And well, the, the season when people sit outside in the cafes and uh, in the parks starts, I would say, in March in Cologne. So people stay outside from March till October. Definitely. And um, well, besides all the things we talked about, we have uh, uh, yeah, some nice um, art museums, of course, in Cologne. Museum Ludwig with a lot of art pieces from Picasso and um, pop art pieces, museums with, with older artworks. And um, well, there's everything. <laughs> I'm excited for my next trip. I can't wait to explore this city a little more. Um, I'm disappointed that I didn't do that enough for my previous trips, but there's always the next time. Yes, you're very well. You are invited. Claudia, thank you so much and all the best for a fun carnival. Thank you, Scott. Thank you very much. What's the gap between the train and the platform? All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that trip to Cologne. And like me, are angling for a visit to the city sometime soon. As always, I put a link in the episode description that'll give you a little more details on some of the places we discussed, including those beer gardens and that swimming pool turned watering hole. If you are enjoying Rails Ales in Old Towns, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review or subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like the occasional hit of European travel inspiration in between episodes, feel free to give me a follow on Instagram and Facebook at Rails Ales Old Towns. Talk to you on the next episode.